Hey guys and welcome back to Tina Reed with your girl the Mulligan. How's it been? How's it going? I hope you guys are doing alright out there. I am back with another episode. I know, so close together. How did that happen? Well, uh, I ended up uh, finishing a show that I have been watching here and there. I wasn't super interested and then I just kind of fell into it. You know when you like if you put a show in the beginning and then you like kind of get into it. So I found something that I kind of was interested in. And like I said before, like things have been okay, but they haven't been great. And I have found an exception. Not this one. It's going to be a whole episode about this. Um, because I kind of fucked up in a way because I never actually looked into the series. And now as an adult, I have, and I'm kind of grateful that I waited until I was an adult to actually um, check out this series. Uh, but Em and I are watching the series together. Well, me binging it more than she ever will, because I'm me and she's she, so there you go. <laughs> but anyways, getting back to the actual show that I'm talking about. Cause I kind of find it really cute. It's a good story. Um, is it an amazing story? No. Is it mind-blowing and changing? No. But it's a cute story. And the animation is meh. And when I say meh, I'm going to go into it. Okay, so enough stalling or whatever. Imagine if Shigaraki had his parents and his mom was a dick that's basically this story <laughs> it's a young man who unfortunately doesn't have a quirk but is cursed by a witch to basically suck the life out of anything he touches so anything that's organic and touches him like living breathing organic kind of rules will perish if it touches him so he cannot have any physical contact with anyone. He can be found with himself, but he cannot touch anyone else. Or they will basically die. So he is this dude from a rich family. By the way, we never really know why he's cursed as of yet anyways. So I cannot tell you what it is. Um, this young man is just living his life on his own and he has this amazing maid named Alice and I do remember her name. Don't remember this dude's name, but I do remember her name. Um, and she is adorable. Now let me give you a, a little asterisk on that because at first I wasn't too sure about her show, like the show, because she seemed a little too fan servicey. But once the ball really got rolling it made sense that she was this way and i enjoyed the character dynamics so let me let me like talk why let me just kind of go into it so this dude is kind of hurt and he's been alone for a very long time because he was cursed by the time he was five for no particular reason of his own he was just chilling when a witch basically came onto him and decided to curse him um for no fucking reason and ever since then, he was supposed to be the head of the family after his father because he was the first born son. But, you know, with his condition, it's kind of made it hard. And the mom has been stressed and basically sent him to live in a different manner away from her with only one servant, which is his butler. 
and no one else because she didn't want to risk anybody else dying in his hands. She basically sent him out there to die. But he ends up like surviving and being fine and at one point even hiring a maid and his maid is Alice and she's not particularly afraid of him and we find out kind of throughout the story why and you know through her breaking of his boundaries like they both kind of get closer not physically not touching but like emotionally closer and she starts this ritual of just kind of effing with him a little bit because he's not gonna do anything and he knows he isn't because he's not like that he's not stupid and he's very actually responsible with himself and he understands like why people would fear him and he really like understands it to like a self-deprecating point but she is just trying to make his life a little better and tease him and just talk with him and just make his day brighter because it's basically just the three of them in this house this giant house and you know they just <laughs> kind of are forced to be in each other's company and yeah so she kind of fucks with him a lot and at first i thought he didn't enjoy the banter but it comes to be that he really like actively seeks it out and when she like denies him the little flirty like interactions he is legitimately hurt like this man like cries over her and like professes his love left and right when he's realizes that he does in fact have feelings for her and it isn't just like a little attraction it's very cute and then throughout this like they definitely developed these two characters very well like they play off each other very funny because uh she is he's you know this shy dorky musician rich kid who is basically cursed and she's this like cool calm collective funny flirty like straight face kind of gal so it just it's a very interesting dynamic. It's very adorable. The only thing I can sit there and say that I just don't like the animation much. And it's, I don't like the animation because it's very computerized. It's so perfect and the movements are just so, mm, you know, it's a little, it's missing the rough, tough feel of like sketch animation that I personally prefer. But it's it's not that it's horrible. It's not that it's horrible. It's not like, oh my god, my eyes are offended. So, yeah, and now they kind of, like, establish that they're in a relationship, but now the whole goal becomes, okay, well, we love each other, but we can't even really be like that together, so we have to find a way to break this curse. And alongside, they make other friends, the family really starts getting involved. By the way, the sister is still kind of involved, the younger sister is still kind of involved in his life, because she does actually love him a lot. Uh, but the youngest brother doesn't really like him much because he feels in competition with him because of course if he can't break his curse you know the older brother can't break his curse then the responsibility of being the leader of the house falls upon the youngest so he's basically being groomed into this position by their mother who is a very cold shouldery kind of woman um so yeah it's definitely a very interesting story where he makes friends with witches and like understands like starts seeing their side of the things but then also starts to figure out like how how why who what when and where like these are the questions <laughs> that they're trying to figure out all together and they're clearly people who are working against them behind the scenes 
It's a really interesting story. The story is well done and I cannot wait for season two. By the way, most of it is dubbed. I think only up to episode 11 is it. And it's 12 episodes a season, so at least so far. So honestly, if you want a cute little watch, I do recommend it just to hear it. The animation's eh. Eh. In fact, it's so eh that it got me wrapping my head. I was like, if this animation looks familiar, it looks so fucking familiar. Where have I seen it before? And then while I was at work, it smacked me in the face. High score girl. If you've ever seen High Score Girl, the anime, I've made a review on it, about this girl and this guy who are competition against each other to like become the best video game players that they can be, uh, and they fall in love. Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> and the animation is practically very, very similar, just edited for a little bit of a different style. But if you were offset by that animation, you're going to be completely offset by uh, the Duke of Death and his maid. Because it's practically the same. And even um, some of the personalities are different from the, ver not different, I'm very similar from both shows. You have the shy dude who does have his moments of bravery and like his own goals. And then you have the reserved girl who has her own thing going on, but she's along for the ride. And I think it's just really interesting to kind of put them together because in my mind, like, that's a whole genre of itself at this point. <laughs> Nothing bad about it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I actually, I would look forward to a second season of this. This is a show you should watch for 2022 if there's any good ones. Anyways, I was telling you guys about something I want to do a review on, and I felt like I missed out on it when I was younger, but also I'm kind of glad that I did, and that show is going to be called Nana. Now, I know that a lot of people have seen Nana and have read Nana, and there is a hardcore community of Nana fans, and the thing about me is the reason I didn't get into Nana, it was just, that was a time that I got a lot of my books from the public library. As you guys know, I grew up in that time and that was the way for me to get it. And it was true. When I was coming out, I was like, what? The anime came out in 2006 and the books were around the early 2000s, 2003, 2004, 2005. And yeah, I was like, what? Six, eight, nine, ten, or eight, nine, ten. So it was hard for me to get my little hands on something like that. And then also, I kept my money for uh, Card Capture Sakura because those are the books that I was interested in because, you know, it was age appropriate for me. So I never really got into the Nana hype, even when 2006 hit and it was like a really big thing. For some reason, I just ended up going with Paradise Kiss, um, which is the same, um, same creator, just different story. And I see so much of it in <laughs> her love of like punk and alternative fashion and alternative lifestyles. I really do appreciate it. And now as an adult, I can see why so many people are loving it. And it is just the epitome of girl boss before girl boss was a thing. And how it celebrated femininity 
in its multiple ways. I very much enjoy it and I'm probably seeing a lot into it but it's gotten me to take notes and that's hard for me to do like because normally I just make mental notes and I go along with it but like I've literally been watching it and making physical notes and M and I are going to make an episode eventually. I don't know exactly when I can't give you a date. But we're going to make an episode discussing our different views on Nana's and our perspectives and what we think each character is, represents, and does. Because we've been talking about it as we've been watching it and we found ourselves on very opposite corners when it comes to different like aspects of the show, <laughs> the personalities. And um, I've come to love it so much that I've researched if um, the books are going to be reprinted which it was announced on Viz Media Twitter because it is a shoujo, um, shoujo beat which I find so hilarious because it's very adult at Jose um, but I guess you know they do it every once in a while so it's supposed to be reprinting and I'm kind of super excited I feel like that is definitely something I want to collect I did see online uh, it's completely on back order it is so hard to get your hands on a physical copy. Digital copies you can, but physical copies are like nearly impossible for you to get unless you get it secondhand and even at a decent price. I've seen people sell volume one for like 26 bucks, 36 bucks. And I'm like, damn, that's expensive. But overall, I am absolutely excited. I'm like, this is the motivation I needed because I've been feeling kind of down with anime a little bit. <laughs> And surprisingly, it took an old show to refresh my love for something, for something I'm normally very passionate about. I guess it's just a show, like, you know, I you age and you start wanting different things. And yeah, I felt like the isekai age was just not for me. And I hope that we can move kind of past it. I forget it, because clearly it's for some people, it's just not for me. So yeah, um... This is cool. Also, crazy enough, fun fact, I found my first gray hair today. I'm excited. Cheers to me. I'm a wise woman now and I'm a whole auntie and I'm going to have to start uh, planning stories to tell my nieces and nephews that are being born. So I can be like, <laughs> back in my day, I would have to swim across the freaking Hudson. So I mean, I got to swim, but then, like, I have to swim, and then I have to walk all of Bay Street, and then I have to walk all of Sunset to get to my classes at like five o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna be very exaggerated. I'm gonna be super duper extra because I am now getting old, and I am so happy. <laughs> I know people normally are upset about this, but I am just living for this. I'm a wise woman, I'm a silver fox, and I'm proud. So thank you guys for joining me, and have a good day. Bye! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.